0: Good evening, fellow quack addicts. David Piper, Rusty Ryan, Sna- woo quack, woo!
1: I have the finest quack from Amsterdam, the finest.
0: finest natty quack,
1: the finest of finest.
0: Like I didn't natty know quack. they made these anymore. And can can I be quite honest? We're gonna smoke it all. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It is it is good enough to it is good enough to smoke. It's that pure.
0: Oh man. Um wow, what a week. It's been a big big few days. <laughs> it's been a big few days. It's been a big few days. Um So if you like just waking up from your coma or something uh Oregon want a rose bowl. Yeah, uh, that's putting it – that's as nicely as you could put it. Not not just won a Rose Bowl. Um, took Florida State's manhood and <laughs> ran away with it, won a Rose Bowl. 59-20 yeah. uh, in absolutely hilarious fashion. Yeah.
1: Like say, mm-hmm. saying that Oregon won the Rose Bowl is saying like Custer kind of lost. Custer kind of lost. <laughs> he kind of lost. The... <laughs> like with the – Florida State got straight up put in the dirt oh my god it was glorious it was so glorious
0: the third quarter of that game was really just the second half of the third quarter of that game was like the best eight minutes of football (laughs) yeah
1: you know it's funny too because it takes a straight eight minutes from a game to go from close to laughable it just takes eight minutes
0: eight that's all it takes just be real right now that game could have gone either way <laughs> <laughs> that was at, at that point i didn't know whether like
1: this was like some next level like sports psychology stuff or if he's really just that oblivious
0: um we can talk about him in a few minutes um i want to talk about rather than talking about them because i'm kind of done talking about the Knowles. um <laughs> I want to talk about our guys because our guys whooped ass. Yeah. Um, you know, the first half of that game, Oregon's kind of doing the Oregon thing, right? They're they're prodding, they're setting stuff up, uh, probing the defense a little bit. Um, for the, for the big run that came in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um. I want to talk about the goal line stand.
1: Oh, oh, let's do it.
0: Um, this team, this team's soft, right? They can't, dude. That was a finesse
1: goal line stand.
0: That was a finesse. Goal line that was a finesse
1: goal line stand.
0: I mean, just half yard line. I mean, they had two shots from the goal line, and and couldn't get it done. Mm-hmm. There's nothing finesse about that.
1: No, we is, no, we had finesse moves. We didn't play with power. We played with finesse.
0: Um. So of, of everything, that was probably my favorite Oregon play of the entire game. My favorite Florida State play of the entire game was was the the butt fumble. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I think my favorite. I
1: think my favorite meme from that was Manti Teo's girlfriend's first career sack.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> he just, he just, he just falls. Like I've never seen, for someone who's so coordinated, to like evade tacklers while not looking at them and like look downfield and throw forty-yard darts like moving across his body, and then he does that. It was just so funny. I think I just straight up laughed when Tony Washington hit like the uh, hit the Florida State forty. It was just, it was one of the funniest things ever.
0: Well, and that that was the, I mean, there was a whole bunch for that, because that was just the, that was the score that, like, okay, they're not coming back from us. Like, there's no way.
1: Yeah, that's one of those ones where it's like, oh, it's just that kind of game. Yeah. That's just how this is going to go.
0: Um, I mean, the the five turnovers, all, by the way, all five of them converted into touchdowns on the Mm -hmm. Oregon end, which is pretty impressive. Uh... The offense was just ruthlessly efficient.
1: Oh. And Florida State, I don't even think we did anything crazy on offense.
0: Uh, uh, we ran really freaking fast.
1: We ran fast, and Florida State had no idea
0: how they to play, play at tempo. They didn't. And for all kind of the hype about Florida State. Um, one, they looked fat and out of shape. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. And Oregon Oregon will do that to teams. Oregon will make teams look fat out of shape. But they would look fat out of shape. But two, for all the talk about like...
1: Big Southern defenses.
0: Or, you know, big Southern defenses. I thought that was one of the softest defensive lines we played all year.
1: I would like to point out that Washington State played us better.
0: Our offensive line...
1: <laughs> Washington State...
0: Owned the line of scrimmage.
1: Oh, it wasn't even close either.
0: Owned the line of scrimmage. Their defense, their defensive line, quit in the third quarter of that game. They were done. Yeah. Um. The second, I know you were at the game. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm guessing you've watched it
1: multiple times.
0: Uh, multiple times, and as we all have. But if you look at the uh, the Oregon touchdown towards the end of the second quarter, um, they weren't even lined up.
1: They weren't, and they had fourteen guys on the field. They yeah, had I fourteen I, I was players.
0: I was like, they still have guys running off the field. How is there not a flag on this play?
1: I think the <laughs> refs were the just team like, team. "Fuck it, <laughs> whatever." I mean, it was. It, it almost looks like it looks like Oregon's lined up, and Forest Day's like, "Well, what are you gonna do?" Y'all just kind of stood there, like, eh,
0: eh,
1: eh, it's Oregon. What, what are you gonna do?"
0: And, um. Look, I, the defense. I know the defense gave up a lot of yards, the the five hundred and twenty. Yeah, but you know, look with especially with Efo out, we knew that the defense was going to give up some yards. Um, they did what they were being asked to do, which was keep everything in front of them, don't give up any big plays, uh, and then you know, kind of make sure in the red zone that you're holding the other team to field goals and. The team did that, and they got a ton of turnovers. Obviously, they got the goal line stand. Um I mean, that was realistically you—you you were putting the defense on this game, saying, "Hey, we're just not going to let Jameis beat us with a big play." And yeah, considering what they were being asked to do, like it's hard to complain about the job they did with it.
1: Uh huh. And when. And when another team goes down, that's when they're going to get desperate. Like, they had a lot of yards in the third quarter, but they also had a lot more possessions.
0: Mm hmm. Because they kept giving it back.
1: Because they kept giving it back.
0: And we'd score in two plays.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I am of the school thought that turnovers are offensive mistakes and not necessarily defensive plays. Um,
0: well, that depends. I mean, Derek Malone just. Hold the ball tighter. Ball. Hold the ball tighter. Yeah. But you still gotta make a play, even if you know. So
1: Yeah, but I think it's an I think it's an offensive mistake more than it is a defensive play. So but to an extent, that's what Florida State was all year. Yeah. Like this was basically what Florida State was. A one half team that had a really bad half had real one really bad half. Um and they weren't able to come back this time because they no. were playing a good team that knew how to hold on to a lead and, like, execute and stuff.
0: Yeah, they, I mean, it's kind of, I guess, easier to say in hindsight, but, you know, there was a narrative around Florida State that, like, okay, well, now it's the postseason. Now they're going to show us what they showed the year before. Like, it's going to be Florida State and, you know. Wait, were people soft. saying that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, other than
1: Florida State fans?
0: Yeah. No. What? Like, it, this was a thing in the national media.
1: Was it Mark May and Lou Holtz?
0: Probably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it wasn't all. I mean, this wasn't like universal. Um, but it was. I, I would say it was a significant vocal minority. Okay. Um, yeah, because
1: the the line of thinking that oh, the this team that hasn't done anything all year, yes. that hasn't done this one thing all year, they're gonna start doing it. That doesn't make any sense.
0: Um. Yeah. Right. And. The other thing that was great about that was all of America that doesn't live in North Florida was rooting for that to happen. Mm-hmm. It was it was universally loved. It was it was simply Oregon doing their patriotic duty. Uh-huh. <laughs> um couple of guys that I want to talk about individually. Uh just because I thought They were phenomenal. Um,
1: Evan Bayless. Oh, you mean uh, Colt Layerla minus the Coke Habits?
0: Evan Bayless, like, when he got the ball, he ran angry.
1: He was, God, you were in, like, just, like, that was some big, dumb Will Muschamp football.
0: And for a guy that, like, really hasn't played very much this season, the way he played, it was like, oh, like,
1: What it was a pleasant something surprise! I wasn't expecting, yeah. Like him just um, carrying people.
0: I know, and he did multiple. I think he had seven catches.
1: Which is like as much as he had all year, all season. Yeah.
0: Um. Just, mm, excuse me, six catches.
1: That was a good uh, couple weeks off for him. Yeah. To get up to speed.
0: Um. Somebody else who really impressed me: Thomas Tyner. Oh. Coming back from his injuries, and again, you want to talk about somebody running angry, running physical. Um, Tyner wasn't taking any crap.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anybody. Um, I, it's so many guys I could point out because so many people did awesome. I mean, Mariota, obviously. It and was that was maybe
1: his worst game of the year.
0: I know. he's a little off in the first half. Actually, okay. broke um, a And then you look at it and you're like, Oh, but he's 26 of 36 for 338 yards and two touchdowns. And he ran for 62 yards and another touchdown. And that was his worst game of the year. And that was like his, yeah, <laughs> was his worst <laughs> worst I think course.
1: according to his QBR, that was his worst game of the year.
0: <laughs> well, shit. <laughs>
1: um, oh my God. This is dumb. It's just this so dumb.
0: Okay, Darren Carrington? Yeah,
1: where'd this guy come from? This was- Big play, Carrington.
0: I, I, I think my... Fa- uh, another one of my favorite plays of the game. My favorite Oregon offensive play of the game. Was, was when the, he cracked like, the whip uh, in the end zone. The little... Yeah, great. <laughs> cracking that, that was pretty great. But, uh, you know, setting them up all all game with the little bubble screen. Mm-hmm. Just bubble screen, bubble screen, bubble screen.
1: So many bubble screens. And,
0: and uh, Ryan Dozen, who does our X's and O's stuff, had it on his article today. It was great. Um... You know, just keep going with that bubble screen. And then they get the one on Carrington's touchdown where freaking Mariota just does the pump fake and all those defensive backs just dive at Keenan Lowe. Uh, only Carrington didn't actually go out to block to anybody, just ran a little slip, slip screen and was just gone. Yeah. Um,
1: and that's a play Oregon runs a lot. Like in the Rose Bowl against Wisconsin, Lavassier 2-and-a caught a couple deep balls on huge third down plays.
0: Well, we Late haven't seen game. a lot of it this year.
1: We see it very rarely this year.
0: Um, and that was obviously just... I mean, you could tell from, from the very beginning of the game, the first play of the game was a bubble screen. I mean, they were setting that play up from the very beginning of the game.
1: Yeah. And, and, I, and I'd like to point out that it was pass interference on O'Leary on the end zone that one time, <laughs> but also on the fake bubble screen. One of, your, one of the Florida State linebackers tackled Charles Nelson before he even like got 15 yards downfield. Yeah. So, even Stevens. We just happen has, to also score on the play.
0: It has a way of working itself out. Yeah. Um. Man, this game was so great. Yeah. The o- only thing that was not great about this game was Devin Allen getting hurt on the opening kickoff.
1: What a buzzkill, right? He
0: will miss the next game, and that sucks.
1: What a buzzkill.
0: Feels so bad for the kid. I don't know. I We don't really know anything about his status other than he's not really going to play in the next game um i just hope it's not as bad as it could be and that the kid can run track yeah um
1: because really he's a track guy playing football
0: but it didn't look great
1: no just one of those non-contact ones but his knee didn't bend in like some really weird way it's true so but you know, you know what, what, what are you gonna do I'm shocked that we haven't gotten to the point in modern medicine yet where they can't just like take an ACL and put it on and be like, all right, we're good to go. <laughs> like I would have donated my ACL to EFO. I would have done that. I'd be like, oh, EFO, use just Here's here. I'll fly. I'll come down to Eugene. We'll do the surgery. I'll give you my ACL. I don't need it anymore.
0: You just get like hurt. You're just like in the game, you know. And- you do it in like a game. You just go over to the sideline of, of the trainer. You just pops your knee open, puts a new ACL. There. All right, you're gonna go get back <laughs> out on the field. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, once we get to that point,
0: <laughs>
1: then then we know we've made it as society. You're um, <laughs> like, hey, we need an ACL from someone in the stand. Someone in the stand just goes down, donates his ACL.
0: I uh, I do want to talk about the Knolls for a minute. Okay. Um, how I mean, how
1: how can you not?
0: It was really bizarre, like, the whole after the game uh, during the press conferences when Jameis Winston is talking about how if you're being real, the game could have gone either way. Um, but it wasn't just that. like
1: Which really just shows you what J- Jameis Winston's reality looks like.
0: He was, I don't, I don't know how much of the post-game uh, press conference you listened to or heard excerpts from, but he was talking about, like, Something about like how we just we have to regroup and we know we have another game and we're going to play again. It's like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what are you? Yeah, like you know, you know, it's like, like that. That's it.
1: This was a playoff.
0: <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's over. It? Go home.
1: Unless he was like just on autopilot and he was just like, uh, what? What do people say in these scenarios?
0: And then not, you know, the whole not shaking hands.
1: I think that's overblown. Probably. I don't care.
0: I don't really either. My my thing I is want to shake hands with somebody who beat my ass.
1: Yeah, I'm f- I I like it when athletes don't like each other. I'm sick of this crap where everyone is just like, oh, what's up, dude? How's it going? No, I like athletes that don't like each other.
0: Aaron Brooks and Ryan Appleby.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I love that stuff. Uh, I love it when teams don't get along. So, oh, also, two Florida State players blocked each other. That was really funny.
0: There was so much of this game that was just so funny. Hmm. Um. Dalvin Cook's gonna have nightmares.
1: Oh yeah, hold Stop. on to the football, kid.
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: that was the De'Anthony Thomas LSU game mistakes.
0: Uh. Yep.
1: So I mean, those are freshman mistakes. I mean, what are you gonna? We expect
0: didn't make any freshman mistakes
1: yeah I mean somehow I've been waiting for that kid to make a mistake all year just like miss a block like just terribly (laughs) but he doesn't he doesn't make like freshman mistakes
0: there have been a lot of stud freshmen between him and Crosby Crosby was freaking awesome yeah Crosby
1: started this game as a true freshman
0: Crosby started this game and whooped ass
1: yeah he's been doing Um, really well all year
0: Charles Nelson true freshman yeah from Florida
1: yeah. Oh, I want to go back to Thomas Tyner because I didn't wax poetic about how well he played. This is like the ceiling that we all have been like kind of dreaming of that we didn't see at the beginning of the season. And this is like now it's like if we get that performance out of Thomas Tyner like every game like his his latter games like the second half of the season when he wasn't injured all of his runs were like that and he was so much better. And it's like at that point it's almost like splitting hairs between him and Royce Freeman.
0: We have a five-star running back starting for us, and when he needs to come out of the game, we bring in a five-star running back. God, it's rough.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is... i mean, Welcome to being Alabama. Except they have five stars at, like, every single position. And, and
0: by the way, we also, in this year's class, have a five-star running back.
1: (laughs) I'm doing finger guns right now in my room.
0: We had to... We had to move our four-star running back who was a 1,000-yard rusher to the slot because we just didn't have any room. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were like,
1: all right, we have too few carrots. When you put it that way, I mean, whoever's the QB next year has got to just be like, just don't mess up, don't mess up. Like, If you're the QB, all the only thing you got to worry about is, is how you get the ball to everybody.
0: Uh, I think I have some eligibility left.
1: I don't. I'm out. I don't. Well, how many years did you go to college for?
0: I went to I I went to 5. Oh, yeah,
1: you're out. I got
0: I got I had to get a master's degree, you know, which did me absolutely no good whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, well, master's degree is freaking overrated.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um God, I there's just so many great things about this game. So much fun. Let me count
1: the ways thought i loved this game
0: (laughs) so 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 many um yes this game was wonderful it was the pinnacle of football It was the greatest rose bowl of all time Uh, only one thing that pissed me off a little bit besides the allen injury is that we got a pat blocked and therefore didn't get 60
1: was the final score 58 or 59
0: 59 bruh 59 with a blocked pat oh no yeah
1: yeah. Yeah. I know. Oh, bummer. I wanted that 60 so bad, too. Like, when Benoit took off in the fourth quarter, I was like, please score. Oh, yeah, Benoit played.
0: Benoit played. Lockie
1: finished the game, like, the last half of the fourth quarter.
0: Yeah. Jeff Lockie came into the game with 10 minutes to go in a national semifinal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I also love Urban Meyer's response. That it was just—it's pure like, oh, I knew Oregon won, but they—they they won by forty. Yeah, right. Oregon won by forty. Yeah, it was fifty-nine twenty. twenty oh, we gotta go.
0: Um, so I guess that's the next thing, right? We're back in the Natty.
1: It's been how many years? Four.
0: Yeah. Man, I didn't think we'd get back here. I didn't either. I was worried we were going to be like Virginia Tech—you get your one shot and you're done. But here we are. Here we are back at back in the natty again.
1: Yeah, line opened at Oregon minus seven.
0: Uh yeah, I call shenanigans on that. I am scared shitless over this game.
1: I am too. Uh,
0: oh, oh. Uh, yeah, Ohio. thanks
1: Kalon too for your stats article, which yeah. like gave me night sweats. Asshole. Like I slept two hours <laughs> last night. We're recording this on Tuesday. Then I read it before I went to bed, which is, like, the worst thing ever. Maybe the scariest piece of writing I've ever read. Like, screw any Stephen King book I've ever read.
0: Um, I just... You mean we get Urban Meyer in a bowl game? Like, there's it's... nothing about that that should make you feel good.
1: I just want to cry.
0: Um, I... Taking off like my Oregon hat for a minute, like just looking at the game, like it's good. It's a great matchup. Um, oh yeah, you're like wow. Like I could see this easily going either way. Um, uh, yeah. What makes me what makes me nervous is like the advantages that Oregon usually has on teams: speed. Well, we're not really gonna have a speed nope. advantage. Depth, no, nope. not gonna have a depth advantage. <laughs> Tempo? Well, if if anybody in the country is prepared to go at our tempo, it's Ohio State. Yeah. Um, They just, it's, they do, they do everything that we do.
1: Yeah. Um, It's like seeing, it's like seeing an evil twin.
0: They do it pretty much just as well as we do it.
1: And better in some cases.
0: In some cases, yes. Um, And so you look and you say, well, maybe the one thing I can hold my hat on is, uh, Marcus Mariota is that we have the advantage in the quarterback matchup, but you know, Cardale Jones has looked pretty damn good. Oh yeah, uh, his two games. Yeah, I mean, don't get wrong, Mariota clearly the superior quarterback at this mm-hmm. point, but it's like, you can't just you, you can't just count on Cardale Jones to go out there and crap all over himself. I mean, he's he's been in two really big games and has done a very 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 good job.
1: Mm, yeah, and he seems like one of those guys who's like so confident in himself that he doesn't have like those first game jitters or whatever, like those big game jitters.
0: He's been in two big games and hasn't had them so far.
1: Yeah. So pretty good Um, start for him.
0: He wasn't scared of Wisconsin. He wasn't scared of Alabama. I don't see why he'd be scared of Oregon.
1: I don't know why he'd be scared of Wisconsin, but zing. Um,
0: (sighs) apparently, apparently Gary Anderson was scared of Wisconsin.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean I was saying before like the Florida State game that this was just like a really really good matchup for Oregon. Like Florida State struggled at the things that Oregon struggled against and were even worse at the things that Oregon like loves to take advantage of. And I just don't see those same matchup issues against Ohio State. Like this is this is just want to be one of those games. It just comes down to the wire. <laughs> and I'm going to lose five years off my life on Monday.
0: Yes. Um, yeah, it's terrifying just thinking about it. It's... I mean, we have the best player on the field, which is awesome.
1: Yeah, which is a nice change of pace.
0: It's not like It's not like I think we're doomed.
1: Oh I no! Just, I think I just—it's a toss-up.
0: In Florida State, I was like, I felt really good. I'm like, like we're gonna beat this team. Yeah, I didn't think we'd crush them to the extent we did. But I was like, I feel pretty good that we're gonna beat this team.
1: I thought we'd handle them. I didn't think we'd win by 39.
0: Um, and against so Ohio State, I'm 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 like, oh sure, you know, like definitely could win. Um, but it's not like it's not even to the level of like we probably should win. Oh no. It's just like uh well, you know, we could win, like.
1: <laughs> you know there 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 is a statistical chance. I saw ESPN's like power good statistical chance. Yeah, I think ESPN's good is,
0: like what? I mean, I I see this as like a toss-up game.
1: Oh like, yeah. 50. Yeah. The line is Oregon minus 7. On value alone, you have to take Ohio State plus 7. You do. With the key number at 7, it has to be Ohio State plus 7. And so far, like, money's come in. The majority is coming on Oregon, but some of the sharp betters have hit big on Ohio State plus seven, so the line hasn't moved that much. Um, But, man, like, I saw ESPN's power index had it at Oregon, had a 63% chance of winning, which to me is way too high.
0: Yeah, I'm literally at, like, 50-50.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe 51, 52. And that's only because I'm a homer and I just love Marcus Mariota. Yes. And maybe, maybe you know what, maybe here's the post-game narrative. Mark Helfrich is the most valuable coach in America at $1.8 million per year.
0: Yeah, he won't be making $1.8 million per year next year. I
1: mean, with bonuses, he's probably going to break... this year
0: i'm thinking contract extension for sure right i mean that guy's gonna get paid
1: yeah and i want his buyout to be like 10 million dollars
0: yes your buyout is your soul
1: (laughs) your firstborn child
0: that's a guy that he doesn't strike me as a guy that wants to go anywhere
1: no (laughs) no he loves Um, the ducks as we do Man, I'm just getting—I'm getting over jacked right now for Monday.
0: Yeah, it's so. To... look, I—I I watched the Sugar Bowl. I haven't watched tons and tons of Ohio State this year, so I'm not gonna. So I'm not gonna pretend like, hey, I can break the whole team and the diet. But, um, I do think, just looking at what I saw in the Sugar Bowl. I think the defensive game plan here for Oregon is like kind of the opposite of what you saw in the Rose Bowl. Uh-huh. I think you, I think you stack up the box, uh-huh. take away that running game, and you you make Cardale Jones beat
1: you. Yeah, and I think, I think what you do is you stack the box, let say and Hill play off, let Dargan stay deep and over the top, and just say. Carlos Jones, you're going to have to throw a ton of passes this game, and you're going to have to throw, like, 8 to 10 passes a drive. Not let him get away with the big, plate throws that worked so well against Alabama, although Alabama was, like, a little weak to deep throws. And at that point, it's kind of like, if Cardillo Jones is going to throw, like, like 75% completion percentage and... Not make mistakes, then you know. And he's the third string quarterback. Then that's a national championship team. And
0: you know, yeah, what you, gonna do. you 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 make them do that because what I don't want is for their running back to go for two twenty like he did against Alabama, uh-huh. and or more, and them just be able to run up down the field.
1: Yeah, that's what I don't like.
0: Um, the other thing that really struck me about Ohio State is, I thought Florida State was a soft, fat, and out-of-shape defensive line.
1: Ohio State is not that team. No.
0: Ohio State is good. They are not soft. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: And, look, I think our offensive line can handle that. Like, I think that we, uh, when they've been healthy, it's hard, it's hard to make the argument that we haven't had one of the best offensive lines in the country this (laughs) season. Um... So I'm not worried about our offensive line being able to handle it, Um, but it's it's just it's way more of a test.
1: Yeah, I don't think at all that either team is severely outmatched in any facet of the game. Like I don't see any anything where it's like.
0: I think their defense is definitely better than ours at this point.
1: Ohio State's yes. Oh yeah, I mean when when you have a quarterback and you now like you started with. One, he got injured, then you played your backup all year, and now you have a third stringer come in, oh, no, and no. it's been like two of the biggest games. Maybe it's not the quarterback that's doing it. Maybe it's a big amount of the defense and offensive yeah. line.
0: Yeah. Um, You know, they they have, they have a good running back. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the,
1: their running game was really strong. They did a really good job of attacking the perimeter. Yes. Which Alabama was weak against this year, and Ohio State was able to exploit that really efficiently.
0: Well, and that's something Oregon often exploits on a lot of teams, and that that's not something. Looking at these two teams, you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to say, "Well, we can attack their perimeter, and we're gonna have a major speed advantage." Right. Neither of these teams has any kind of speed advantage over the other. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just both fat. I mean. It's two teams that are fast and full of athletes.
1: Uh-huh. I mean, looking at Ohio State's schedule and their, the season that they had, because I watched a lot of their games this year. Um, like, just a ton of my family's from Big Ten area, so I watch, I pay attention to a lot more Big Ten football than any person should. Um, Like, they lost to Virginia Tech, who is not a good team. But that was when... It was uh, it was their second game of the year. It was JT Barrett's second start. They had a ton of new offensive linemen in. You know, what are you going to do? Uh, an encouraging sign, though, was October 25th. They needed double overtime to beat Penn State. Uh, they beat Michigan State by 12. That was a good win. I don't know why I just brought that up, because that was a good win. Uh, they beat Minnesota 31-24. Minnesota was not amazing by any stretch. Uh, I'm not going to count Michigan because that's a rivalry game. Although that was a 14 point difference for a team that sucked. Uh, and then they beat Indiana 42-27, and I think that game was pretty close throughout. Yeah, yeah that game was real. That game was pretty close until the last f- uh, four minutes of the game. That was a one score game until the last four minutes. So I think that there are, like, this isn't like a juggernaut team, but they've played very well in, like, every game on offense except, like, the Penn State game. Um, but they have shown that they're susceptible to some targets. So what those weaknesses are, I don't know. But I really hope the coaching staff has it figured out. I'm sure they do, of what they're going to do. Um, but, I mean, when when the game pits like two teams that are so equal against each other it pretty much always comes down to preparation and whoever's done the best job throughout the season preparing for this like one game really so in a way like one team has already kind of won the national championship really like they still have to go play the game but a lot of it's already kind of been decided with their preparation up till this point like you you are who you are at this point in the year
0: well I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. That's not possible,
1: but okay. I'm always right.
0: You see, uh, the new Sports Illustrated cover came out today. Oh, no. And the new Sports Illustrated cover features Byron Marshall. Really? Uh, The national cover features Byron Marshall. Uh, The headline is simply uh, the – what is it? It's their prediction – uh, gives a score of, like, Oregon 45 or 46, Aggressive. Ohio State 42. Aggressive. Uh, so we're officially screwed, and c- congratulations, Ohio State.
1: Oh. <laughs> so it has been decided. I wasn't totally wrong.
0: No, it's been decided. Ohio State, oh, I mean, we're on the inside. Right, it cover. has been decided. We have Jinx, the Ohio State University. Uh, Don't
1: say the Ohio State, State. State. Don't give them that. <laughs> Don't give them that crap.
0: Ugh. Also, we're 0 and 8 all time against Ohio State. Okay.
1: Last time was like 6 years ago.
0: Two of two of those games were Rose Bowls.
1: Yeah, yeah, and their their head coach that year was Jim Tressel. Terrell Pryor was their quarterback. Our quarterback was Jeremiah Masoli.
0: We went to a Rose Bowl with Jeremiah Masoli.
1: Yeah, we went yeah. to a
0: national championship game with Jeremiah
1: Mazzoli. Yeah, remember when? Uh, remember in the year that we went to the Rose Bowl with Jeremiah Masoli, we didn't have a passing touchdown until the Cal game, which was like game three, and we almost lost to Purdue. I was at that Cal
0: game. That Cal game was fucking
1: glorious. You you went out a little bit.
0: That I was at that Cal game. That Cal game was glorious.
1: Yeah, that was maybe... That's one of the rankable games as one of the most fun games to ever see. Which, the Florida State game might be the most fun I've ever had watching a football game.
0: It's the most fun I've ever had watching one
1: on TV. Yeah. It was just... Oh, God, it was so good. It was so good. Especially after dealing with weeks of... Florida State fans not not saying all of them are bad but there's a very loud group that are just insufferable and having to deal with that for weeks so glad that's over and Ohio State fans have been really nice so far
0: we just don't know about football they needed to educate us
1: yeah it was up to them Seminole fans burden
0: you know what's going to you know. be more fun than the Rose Bowl winning on Monday
1: God, I hope so. When we
0: when we do when we record this pod next
1: Tuesday, I'm gonna be crying either way. So, yeah.
0: Um... <laughs> Alcohol will be had on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh... I'm having Hawaiian pizza. For what purpose?
1: I'm only eating pineapple this week.
0: Nice.
1: Kahlua pork like only uh-huh. eating at Hawaiian time channeling every piece of zen I can honestly don't know how I'm functioning during the days honestly yeah it's pretty rough right now oh yeah and the Ohio State fans have also been calling into the Paul Feinbaum show it's been <laughs> pretty entertaining
0: I uh, I can't listen to the Paul Feinbaum show I love it I don't. I love it. It makes me lose all faith in humanity. <laughs> it's so entertaining. I don't want though. to listen to Tammy or Phyllis or Phyllis is
1: so funny. I her calls when uh, her calls when Johnny Manziel was like a freshman were hilarious.
0: Let me tell you something, Paul Feinbaum. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, listen here, Paul. <laughs> Colin cow Ain't nobody listen to you, Colin cow I love how Colin Cow-Turd's like the funniest thing ever. And then Phyllis gets on college game day too.
0: Ain't nobody talk about the SEC like that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Sabin is a better man than you will ever be. Than you will ever be, Colin Cow-Turd. Bahama is a dynasty. And all I gotta say is, Roll Tide. Thanks, Paul. And then they hang up. And it's that, that for four hours.
0: I can't I, I can't do it. It's the it's lowest common the, denominator of society. And I just...
1: <laughs> not true. That's Jerry Springer. I
0: just can't.
1: And they had midget fights the other day. Oh, God. Paul Feinbaum was a step above that.
0: You want to talk about something I haven't seen in 15 years? Jerry Springer. The Jerry Springer show. Your brother is the father of your baby.
1: I always loved those shows because it was just like out of nowhere. It was just like, was like, oh, let's see who it was, and it's like, oh, dude, this shit dude. can't
0: be real, dude. Wow, we've, we've completely come off the rails here.
1: Okay, yeah, well, okay, because that, that, we would
0: never go. Nothing, an addicted to quack would ever go off.
1: Topic. <laughs> yeah, that's what the Paul Feinbaum show does, <laughs> and addicted to quack. So, oh man. Oh. Monday can't come soon enough.
0: So nervous. So nervous. So nervous.
1: And I mean, Ohio State's a team that can force turnovers. Um, Like, they can, they're athletic on defense, so I doubt we're going to get a lot of big plays like we did against Florida State. They, Their defense, like, every day goes against a very similar offense. It's just going to be, oh, man. Oh, man. You know, you know what you know what it's really going to come down to? It's going to come down to, like, field position, uh, a couple special teams plays, and honestly, who wins the turnover battle, which is really the most boring stats ever to pay attention to, but that's really what's going to happen.
0: I thought you were going to say it's going to come down to who wants it more.
1: Oh, no. If I ever say that, just kill me. <laughs> <laughs> who wants it more? That, that, just that think, that who means- just wanted it more?
0: That well, meme didn't. might be that me might predate you.
1: Just kill me if <laughs> yeah, I ever say that.
0: Your uh, your involvement on this blog.
1: Oh my god, I can't stand that cliche though.
0: <laughs> uh Jt Light once wrote a Stanford preview, and the whole thing was the game will come down to who wants it.
1: <laughs> was he being serious or tongue in cheek?
0: He was telling the truth.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh, you know who's who's super confident about Oregon beating Ohio State? JT Light. He is. He's super confident.
0: He's calling his shot, and he's standing by it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, and I've had, like, people who aren't Duck fans who know that I'm a huge Duck fan have been telling me, like, oh, Oregon's just going to blow them out of the water. I'm like, your statement makes me feel better, but I am still a nervous wreck.
0: Yes. Yeah. Your statement doesn't make me feel better, actually.
1: <laughs> it makes me. It, it takes a little bit of the edge off. Like, okay, okay, people have oh. faith. There's, there's some people who have faith in this world.
0: I'm like, what's the matter with you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, what about this? What about this? Wait, Urban Meyer's terrifying. You're like, oh, Urban Meyer. It's like, okay, well, these people don't follow football, follow college football that closely. But
0: it's just, we're zero one all-time at Jerry World. Come on. Oh, yeah. Why are we even showing up to this game? We're also 0-1 all-time in the national championship game. You know what? And like I said, 0-8 all-time against Ohio State. This is just all shaping up to be very bad.
1: Well, we're 1-0 against Ohio State basketball in playoffs. We're 1-0 against Ohio State in playoff games.
0: 46-33. Yep. I want that score. (laughs) That'd actually be totally fine with me. I got a uh I got a message from our good friend Twist and Hook from the California Golden Blogs. Pac 12 South. Um ATQ South. ATQ South. Uh this is what this is what he told me. Hang on, I'm pulling it up. Give me a second. (sighs) He says, uh I just had a dream. You guys won forty five to four. <laughs> <laughs> we, scored, scored all, all 49 <laughs> we scored all all forty nine points.
1: We scored all forty nine points.
0: I was like, okay, well, that's an odd score, but I take it. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm
0: totally down. Forty nine to four.
1: <laughs> That'd be great if we shut out Ohio State's offense.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's funny too, because like a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the Gene Shizik Auburn game that they won three to two.
0: You want to hear something fucking depressing? Sure. We lost a national championship game to Gene Chizik.
1: That, I think that was more Cam Newton Gus Malzahn. Oh, my
0: God. We lost a national championship game to Gene Chizik.
1: I, I, think, I think the mere presence of him being there doesn't mean that we lost to him. I think that was Gus Malzahn and Cam Newton. We
0: lost to Gene Chizik.
1: Well, when you put it that way. Jeez. Well, a lot of people lost to Gene Chizik that year. Everybody lost to Gene Chizik that year.
0: So. Oh. somebody told me
1: <laughs> yeah I just need a hug right now
0: <laughs> um,
1: right. one thing of, of note though was uh, in Klon's article that Ohio State struggled defending the rush that's a plus Yeah, that's a bright spot and uh, you know Alabama Alabama's uh, El Tractor Cito averaged like seven yards per carry, but only touched the ball 13 times, go figure.
0: That's Giffen, a positive.
1: Maybe. Yeah, I mean, way to go, Giffen? Giffen. Uh, But that's a positive. I think it's a huge positive.
0: Yeah. Well, there's a lot of positives. I mean, look, we are playing for a national championship. We have the best player in the country, uh, Vegas usually knows what they're talking about. Um and they have us favored. There's a there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic. I'm just not a particularly optimistic person. <laughs> well said. Uh
1: oh man. Oh man. Um
0: I'm starting to panic right now. I am in, I am in full panic mode. Maybe we should talk about basketball for a minute. Okay, we could do that. Um, this team's not bad.
1: No, they're not.
0: It's probably like an upper half of the Pac-12 team, which is, I mean, they they beat Oregon State in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Um, some of these freshmen, Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks is a scorer, and freaking. I put an article up about Jordan Bell today. That guy, we're in game... Thursday we're going to be in game two of the Pac-12 season um, and he's probably going to set the single season blocks record
1: he's like a young T-Rob from the Blazers
0: he's a- he's averaging three and a half blocks a game
1: he's one of my favorite players on the the team.
0: The, re- the all-time Oregon record for blocks per game is one and a half I mean he's, so more he's than demolishing no- it he's demolishing it like I said we're in game game two of the Pac-12 season coming up on Thursday, and you another big game, war game, Arizona, um, at home. But smoked. Ugh, I <laughs> own freaking Arizona the own them. I was at the game last year; It was glorious. Um, A lot of glorious games. Glorious, lots of glory. Um, well, that game's on Thursday. Yeah, but big week of duck sports. Seriously. Uh, but, I mean, Jordan Bell in game two of the Pac-12 season is going to set the single-season walks record. That's, I mean, he's, he could double it up by the end of the year. He could double up the record.
1: Barry Sanders-esque levels.
0: Um, yeah, Arizona's really, really good. Um, and Oregon's probably not going to beat them.
1: Not as good. But sitting at 11-3 and three right now?
0: 11-3 and three with a win over Illinois on the road.
1: Yeah, that was huge. Played Michigan real close.
0: Played Ole Miss real close. Who took Kentucky to overtime
1: today? Yeah.
0: Um, this team could make the um, but, Talk uh, closer to the mic. Oh, fine. You know, everybody's gonna hear all this. You know, boring editing stuff and everything. Now, I'm not editing um, this. No, this this could be an NCAA tournament team. Uh. And then today, there's an announcement that uh, they have signed 6'10 Israeli center, Roman Sorkin, uh, who will join the team this week and is eligible to play immediately. What? I don't know how that works. <laughs> it doesn't seem right. Um, I don't know you could do that. Yeah. So it's like, like picking up a free agent. Um, the dude is 6'10. He's a freshman. Did we pay for him? Um, I kid, I kid, but he Maybe. averaged he averaged uh, fourteen points and ten rebounds a game at the U eighteen European Championships. Good for him. Uh, so he's not terrible, and he's six ten.
1: That's always a plus,
0: and can hit threes.
1: You know, after uh, watching a lot of uh, Ernie Kent basketball with four guards and Marty Lewin in a center. Whenever I see someone six ten standing on the floor, I'm like,
0: "Whoa! When did we get such tall guys?"
1: <sighs> Go kooks. Go Cougs!
0: Um, boy, I don't know if I have anything else to say besides panic.
1: So much panic!
0: So much panic! Um, and there's nothing that can be done to alleviate the panic. It's just going to be full blown. I'm all oh, about, yeah. All about the panic. Yeah.
1: Quack fix is going to be crazy.
0: Um, boy. <laughs> the quack fixes have been crazy. Um, <sighs> big week. We get, by the way, I'm going to make a shout out to just how awesome our community is. Yeah. Um, we don't, we get good traffic. Um you know we are on on the SB Nation College network you know I'd say out of all the college blogs we're somewhere between 10 to 15 in page views
1: uh-huh.
0: and hits. so you know good but not like
1: not tomahawk star nation
0: level uh we are consistently in the top 2 in number of comments we get
1: hell yeah
0: consistently have been for years
1: hell yeah Uh,
0: because we have the best damn community on this whole network
1: listen here Paul we have the best community on SB Nation I don't want to hear this analysis that Tomahawk Nation gets more page views countered I don't care about page views I care about the community and Oregon addicted to quack has the best community Paul
0: Oh, you crack me up.
1: I try. Um, that worked well in focus groups.
0: <laughs> <sighs> Man.
1: Big week. So this is gonna be the longest week ever though.
0: Oh. It's gonna be the first it's gonna be the first time where you go through a weekend and you're like, damn it, Monday. Come on, let's go. <laughs> God damn Hurry it, Monday.
1: <laughs> Monday, you better get here.
0: Ugh. I'm done I got nothing I got nothing else I'm
1: out I, I just OD'd a little bit on quack I need a
0: breather alright Um, Dave Rusty uh, we, we just slung a ton of quack and we'll so much quack you. we will talk to you again next week Um, hopefully in glorious glorious fashion
1: yeah please 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 Please, please, please. Alright, see you guys next week.